Hi, welcome to Antone Notes. This is episode 48. We're going back to the TARDIS with Jody Whitaker, and this is part three of this. This is the idea uh, at towards the end. She's going to regenerate by the end of this uh, new special that they're going to do in the spring. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Now, let's talk about this thing called the Flux. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. Some people thought it was like, what is going on here? That was mainly my problem with it. Okay. The Flux, Chapter 1, Halloween Apocalypse. Now, mind you, they don't mention anything about Halloween except for two things. This new character called Dan welcomes trick-or-treaters and gives them candy. And this bad guy, a member of the group called the Ravagers, she, he comes forward and he looks at the doctor and says, trick-or-treat, doctor, and that's it. That's about it mentioned about Halloween. So the doctor and Yaz are trying to stop this dog alien. He's an interesting character. And uh, he set traps all over the universe to try to capture the doctor or stop him or throw him into her into lava, all kinds of things. And uh, then they eventually catch up with him. And they run into this character called Dan, who wants to be, he's from Liverpool. He wants to work at the Liverpool Museum, and he doesn't really uh, work there. He's sort of like a, a volunteer. So the doctor and them eventually co- catch up with this dog alien. And him and his fleet are not trying to destroy uh, the Earth or take over or anything. They're trying to protect the Earth from this massive energy force called the Flux. And the doctor's like, the what? The Flux? Who's behind this? And he said, no one knows. It's ravaging across planets, across the universe, and no one's able to stop it. Now, there's this uh, guy who's in a uh, like a watchtower in a, in a satellite, and he, he notices this too, and Eventually, him and his wife, he's trying to find his wife for this entire adventure. Okay? Meanwhile, the leader of the Ravagers, he's somewhere at the edge of time. He breaks loose, and he can disintegrate people with a single touch. So he finds his girlfriend, and she's disguised as a human, and he helps her remember who she is. And then they go across time, and they're trying to uh, capture the doctor. So while all this is going on, the Centaurians decide to take advantage of this flux while it's running all these mass casualties and destroying planets and so forth and decide to wage bitter war on the entire universe. So they attack Earth, and they attack Earth in the past and in the present. They are a a huge occupying force now. The Flux Chapter 2, The War of Centaurians. This is probably the best of this. The previous episode I had a problem was I had to turn up the sound honestly because I couldn't understand one word anyone was saying because everybody was talking so fast. My biggest problem with Dan is his accent is so thick it's very hard to understand one word he's saying. So in this war to Centaurians a Centaurian leader comes up and he mentions uh, about Lynx and says, uh, Lynx said that he described this uh, planet as his own and we're having the, the, that claim now. So they're in the Crimean War. So Dan and Yaz disappear. They end up somewhere in the past or in the present and the doctor doesn't know where they've gone. 
So she's trying to catch up with them. But she's got to stop the Centaurans while they're in uh, the, the past, in the Crimean War. And so the, the doctor fools them, and they have this uh, big battle. The uh, allies, the British, and all the others, because the war in Crimea was mainly about Russia. But the Centaurans had basically taken over Russia and replaced them. So, of course, they have superior technology and superior weaponry, so they just wipe out this entire uh, army. And they're going to attack again. So the doctor realizes he's got to, she's got to defeat them. So she defeats them, but this commander blows up all their ships and kills uh, all of them, which isn't very nice. Okay? But so she asks them about the energy wave, and they're like, oh, the flux, we're not, we're not in control of it. We don't have anything to do with it. But we just took advantage of it. So how nice for them. Okay, and then and once upon a time, this is probably the most confusing storyline you'd ever. So it involves this pilot, this grand, this fellow called the Grand Serpent, who helps create unit. And she, he's looking for his wife. And oh, Lord, what is he going to do? And the doctor is trying to stop this. And there's a lot of bouncing around in time. And this thing about Dr. Roof, that she was a part of some kind of group that starved the Ravengers years ago. And she was one of the original doctors and so forth. Okay? All right. And they're trying to free this character called Time. Now, there's a planet called Time. They want to destroy the planet. And I never understood... Okay, they confront the bad guys, and they don't do anything. They, they, they have this great cliffhanger at the end, and then they kind of uh, ruin it. So now everybody ends up in the past with this uh, group, uh, the, the Weeping Angels. Remember the Weeping Angels? Uh, so now the Weeping Angels actually are very formidable here, and the Weeping Angels are trying to stop down a renegade angel. So this whole thing about blinking. So there's this girl. She has telekinetic powers, and this uh, scientist is trying to uh, stop it. So the doctor does it. He, Yaz, and Dan end up in uh, across time, and they have to eventually make their way across time to find to find the doctor. Okay. Okay, in the Flux Chapter 4, oh, we did that, the Valley of the Angels, the Doctor becomes an angel at the end. And this one renegade angel says, you have been recalled. And in a great cliffhanger, that should have been the Halloween episode, and they send her across time to this uh, space station that's between the Flux and the rest of the universe. Uh, the survivor of the Flux, that's Flux Chapter 5. We run into all these alien forces, more bouncing around in time, and uh, so forth. The Flux Chapter 6. The Doctor... Uh, pause it. Uh, Flux Chapter 6, The Vanquishers. Why can't I say that word? I don't really know. So, the Doctor is a spirit across time, okay? And so the Centaurans, they're, they're going to try to... The, the, the problem with this whole miniseries, 
What is it? it was very confusing. Everything is going on at the same time. So they're, so they're trying to stop the Centaurans. They started to try, stop the Ravagers and this fellow, the Grand Serpent. So he is, she is split across time. So she ends up in the present in Liverpool with these the Centaurans and Dan. Dan uses a walk to knock the Centaurans out across their probe event. Uh, we run into the Brigadier's daughter. She's helping the doctor. And this fellow who is like digging tunnels across uh, Liverpool to prepare for the end of the world. And, and now his tunnels reach across uh, time itself. So the doctor is stuck on this space station with an ood. And this uh, woman, she says, well, I've known you. You used to call me mother. And we... Uh, you're really the source of all the Time Lord's power. You're the you're this timeless child. So the Ravagers show up there and they start winning this flux and they eventually free time. And they have this fog watch that well, remember that the thing that the fog watch and if you open it, it reveals your true identity. So they keep trying to tease her with this fog watch. Don't you want to open it? Don't you want to know everything about your your former past lives? And the doctor's like, no, no, I don't want to know. Okay? So in the end of this big storyline, the doctor is put across time, so she stops the Centaurans, stops the Ravagers. The Ravagers get their reward. They release time, and it's this woman, and she basically says, because, oh, we gave you the, the timeless child. You can go and sacrifice her so you could start time again, and we could rebuild the universe in our own image. They're disintegrated. So the doctor's like, I guess it's my turn now, right? And she's like, no, your time is coming to an end now, too. He says, it's come to an end many times before. Not this time. You're not going to regenerate. You're going to end. And when you end this time, it'll be for the final time. Da, da, da. When I heard that, I was, my ears pricked up, but I'm like, what? So... And that's kind of skipped over. What? Are you serious? That's probably one of the most serious things that's ever been said in Doctor Who. What? Seriously? You're going to do that? So the Doctor takes the fog watch and she rejoins Yaz and, and, and Dan. And she says to them, let's all go in the TARDIS and uh, go on another adventure. So she says, yes. So she takes this fog watch and dumps it into the core of the TARDIS. Says, I hide this away. I don't want anybody to know about it. I don't want to know anything about it. So the TARDIS does that for her. Okay. She, so she says, well, let's uh, go off to our next adventure. So that's what leads into the next New Year's special, which is called Eve of the Daleks, which at least I love this title. So, when you start to copy other ideas from other shows and other movies, Xena Warrior Princess has done this, uh, uh, Phineas and Ferb have done this, uh, a lot of other cartoons have done this, a lot of other TV shows have done this, and probably the best example is Groundhog Day. You know how Bill Murray keeps waking up and... It's the day resets and it's always Groundhog's Day until he gets it right. 
So it was based from a book, and then it was made into like a comedy romance movie. So none of that happens here. Well, sort of. So this woman that owns this depot where people drop stuff off for storage, except she doesn't like it, and she really hates this job, and she only does it because her dad gave it to her, and she doesn't have anything else to do. The doctor, Yaz, and Dan end up there, and the TARDIS needs to reset. So the reason why this time loop keeps happening is because the TARDIS is resetting. You can't stay in the TARDIS because you would, you would die. So she resets the TARDIS, and while the TARDIS is being reset, this is time loop. So a Dalek execution squad, because they feel, says, well, the doctor's like, I've defeated you hundreds of times. You're pissed off now? And they're like, yes. He goes, you destroyed the Dalek fleet with the Flux. He goes, well, that wasn't my doing. That was the Centaurans. And they're like, he says, he goes, you have been scheduled for execution. So this Dalek's execution squad, they're pretty tough. And the best part about them is that they have not just regular blasters, they have uh, these, like, machine gun blasters. So you get what I mean by Groundhog Day. It keeps resetting, but time is running out. So when you get to the last reset, if you're exterminated, that's it. You're done. So we get to the end. And the doctor has, every time there's a reset, there's all these things inside this uh, storage area, fireworks, fuel, all this stuff you're not supposed to put in a storage area. And it blows the Daleks up and blows up the storage area. Everybody makes it out, and the TARDIS resets and it has a brand new set. So the doctor's like, well, I've always wanted to see this part of China. Let's go there. So that's where they go. So this spring, we will get to see the final Doctor Who special. I, I think it is. And it's going to involve the sea devils. And we actually see a sea devil in this little trailer. If you got to see the expanded edition, they showed you some kind of still vampire show that A&E is going to show. I didn't think much of it. But uh, they, they show you a little bit of this thing with the sea devils. We haven't seen the Sea Devils since Warriors from the Deep with Peter Davidson, so that's a that's a long time ago. So we should really see them uh, uh, new again and them running around China. So are they good guys? Are they bad guys? Some kind of evil forces are at work here between them and the Sea Devils. So we'll have to wait and see in the spring. Will she regenerate at the end? That's the rumor that it's going to happen. And the new Doctor will be announced either very soon or sometime in the future. There's all kinds of rumors who it's going to be. Uh, Titan Comics just announced their new series. They're going to do this thing with this uh, woman Doctor called Doctor Roof. They called her Roof. And at first she finds out she's the Doctor from the past, the present, the future, or some kind of... Uh, parallel dimension. She's on the cover of the free comic book day uh, Doctor Who from uh, Titan Comics. So we'll have to wait and see. Alright? What's coming up on Anton Knows? Well, we'll do a lot of different things. We may do some stuff from Hanna-Barbera. 
We may do stuff from the Disney afternoon. I've got a lot of ideas, and we'll keep uh, plugging along and doing this. Thanks for everybody for listening, and I'll see you again on another Anto Knows.